remember these words. You've got to say the words exactly. And he says, mm, I don't know. But I'm na 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 na. Namramakan. Yeah, I don't know. He thinks he thinks he's like, I got it close enough. It's right. Like you don't have to be exact. Welcome to Horror Movie Survival Guide Disco Citizens, the podcast where gore hounds and best friends, Terry Gamble and Julia Marchesi, break down a different horror movie each week, exploring a multitude of genres, subgenres, and sub subgenres, classic and cult, international and underground flicks alike, determining which films are the goriest, and offering up horror movie survival guide tips to, to help, help you stay alive. Well, hello, Disco Citizens. This is Julia. We are at Horror Movie Survival Guide with my friend and co-host, Terry Gamble. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> this week, we are going to talk about 1992's Army of Darkness. The title of this episode is, of course, Groovy. And the tagline for this movie is, Trapped in Time, Surrounded by Evil, Low on Gas. That's the kind of I feel like that's a such a much such a better tagline than Evil Dead 2, which is just to kiss your nerves goodbye, which I'm like, that's kind of generic. Like this is very specific, kind of silly, fits the movie. This was written by Ivan and Sam Raimi, who of course also directed this movie. Um, I would just like to point out that Sam Raimi wanted to call this movie the Medieval Dead, and they would not let him, and that is a fucking crime because the Medieval Dead is perfect. Perfect. I am so mad yeah. that we did not get that title. Because that would have made me want to see it 10 times more because I am a nerd for Renaissance Fair slash medieval times, like all that kind of life. Would love that. Oh, devastating. So we the alternate universe of that movie exists is the medieval dead is is what I want to be in. So uh, it's hilarious because it's a play on words and everything, you guys. I'm so mad. Works. I love the fun. Yes, My soul I'm sure is he, sad for that. I'm like I'm devastated sure, for him right now. I'm sure Raimi's soul was sad for that as well, because I'm sure he had that in his head for a really long time. So yeah. I would just like to mention that this movie was released in Japan as Captain Supermarket, which is perhaps a less better title than Medieval Dead. <laughs> but <laughs> accurate. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broken. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. oh, no. So this... Uh, oh, no. No, you don't like that. <laughs> no, but now I just now my brain's just like making a whole nother movie because of that because that's like hilarious and also just like the superhero that I would love because I hate going grocery shopping so I would love to have some hero that just comes and does my shopping. I think anyway, amazing. Well, amazing. they 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 do have the services, but they are not done by people in superhero costumes. As far as no, I know. they're not, and they pick not the wrong yet. thing sometimes. It's just like you know, it's true. You got it. I know. So, uh, <laughs> alternate universe casting for you, and of course, this is from the internet, so take it with a grain of salt. But if this had been the casting, I think I would like this movie more. Uh, Tracy Lords apparently auditioned as Sheila, and I was like, that's awesome. Fuck yeah. No, Bruce Campbell is such a B movie. He calls himself a B movie actor, right? Like this is, I don't want to just, dis, 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 you know. Yeah. But uh, Tracy Lords also kind of a B movie actor, right? But this is, and I don't mean those terms in any sort of offensive or No, because we're obsessed way. with B movies. Yes. <laughs> but they, like as the king and queens of B movies coming together in kind of way, cult icons, because M. Beth Save is as lovely as she is. I think Schindler's List when I see her, so it really weirds me out to see her in this movie. <laughs> like, oh, but Schindler's List—that's the first thing I first thing I saw her in. So it's like this just, and she's fine, she's great. Yeah, but that is, this is a very different vibe. And yeah, if you're thinking about that, when every time you see her on screen, 
yeah, that's going to that's a different energy <laughs> than Tracy Lords is going to bring to anything because, yeah, um, different, different, different uh, movie. Uh, yeah. Different movie uh, backgrounds, filmographies from those women. Um that's funny. So we would have loved to see Tracy Lords, and also I'm sorry uh, that that's where your brain is. I did not have that energy on this, so thank goodness. That's okay. That's I mean, I think that happens a lot when you get the first thing you see a person in. That oh, yeah. you always have that kind of in your back of your head. Is that what you yeah. see them as? Uh, Ray Fine, same thing. Is like I think Sean Lewis somewhere in the back of my head, even though I know he's actor and can do uh, many other things. Um, so we open on Ash uh, in a yoke being whipped in a medieval time. He says, my name is Ash and I am a slave. But mm-hmm. then we flash back to his human existence. So again, as we mentioned last week in Evil Dead 2, and if you haven't checked out that episode or Evil Dead episode, obviously you can watch them in order if you'd like and get to where we are here. Uh, but we have these, the, all three movies have very similar and yet not the same backgrounds they all they don't all come from the same timeline which is kind of fun in an alternate universe kind of way but then also in this kind of way with ash working at esmer like i don't know how much of it where it fits in the timeline exactly this seems to be after after the events of the cabin but then also after the events of the movie we're watching so it's all very nebulous time timeline wise so as a like a little film nerd perfectionist this bothers me slightly because i'm like i don't but it where does it fit in though it doesn't you didn't say that the last time last time it was different like that's <laughs> the part of me that bothers like, me I'm smiling so big you guys cannot see and julia's starting to laugh because it's my favorite thing i love chaos and i'm always like julio watch the things out of order it actually doesn't matter and i know julia's like no it's got to be in order i've got to watch the first movie the first episode the first whatever like i'm, I'm not here she's the completest and i yeah. I, I support you and I, I love it i am all about the chaos theory Sometimes you got to be like, I'm going to watch episode six because I want to know where they end up and then I can Fuck go back no. and watch. It's you're, great. You're no, psycho. <laughs> I am, but also like stuff that pays off. Sometimes you can see later. And like, it's like, um, I know somebody who like fast forwarded to watch something recently. They were talking like on Twitter, whatever it was, because they were just like, I need to know that this person is okay. You know what I mean? They're like, and sometimes wow. you just need to know depending on how your brain works, you just need to know the ending. There are people I know who listen to our show before they see the movies ever because they want them spoiled because they need to know, you know, it's like friends who have to check is the dog, does the dog die? There's a website, you know, about that. Like, you know, we all have our different things for safety. So it's okay if you're, if you're, if you're my chaos theory group, let me know. You can let hit us up on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you're part of the chaos or if you have to go in order. And I think it's okay. And this movie is a perfect example of how it doesn't matter because they're going to keep giving you a, they're going to keep giving you the intro again, where they give you the epilogue. Um, You could hop into this series pretty much here. If you wanted to, the payoff is going to be better though. If you've watched at least one or the other ones like that came before it, I think Um, I think if you just watch evil dead two right before and go into this, that's fine. But I would prefer you watch the first evil dead and then watch this somehow because that's also still satisfying. Which is um, also we mentioned in our Evil Dead 2 episode is that uh, Terry and I both enjoy these movies in descending order, right? So it's the first one first mm-hmm. and they go. So we both like uh, Evil Dead 1 the best mm-hmm. and then less as they go along. So mm-hmm. uh, not to say that either uh, our Evil Dead 2 of Army of Darkness are bad films. Of course, they're not. And we gave both Evil Dead 2 5, even though we like Evil Dead 1 better. It get Because they get bigger and more cartoonish and ash especially so he becomes for they me also got money honey i just what i wrote on the no. top of this one from the opening frame i was like oh they got money honey they got a budget it looks like on this one and that's kind of what i don't like about it i feel like it doesn't need to be this big i feel like i like evil dead because it is 
people making a movie together as friends, which you can tell. And it's just people talking in rooms, which I also love. So, uh, but Ash is also an actual real character who becomes scared and has a sister and and a lover and all these things. And then he becomes more and more this kind of uh, acidic, womenizing, you know, action line spitting kind of hero, which is what I kind of don't he's like about disgusting. it. Yeah, he becomes like, it's like he all of a sudden is like, I'll be back. Like he's like all of a sudden like an 80s action hero and I just don't like that either. But um, I do love that Linda is now played by Bridget Fonda in this like iteration randomly and I was like, and wait, what? Like, in like Linda? two shots. And you're Linda like, okay. Is, <laughs> Linda, they keep changing Linda. Every, every one of these is like a different Linda and I was like, oh, they got big budget, Linda. This one. That's how I knew there was some money because I was like, okay, they got like a like legacy movie star. On yeah, I wish. I wish kids, we kids would call her Nepo Baby these days. But I love her. I love Bridget Fonda so much. So, and I wish that she was in more of this movie. To be honest, correct. So we do get a quick catch up at the beginning where they're giving. Uh, then we have the Necronomicon backstory, Necronomicon. Book of the Dead backstory exposition. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so we get again, as I spoke of, like the differences. So when he lands in. 1300 in the end of evil dead 2 they revere him as the hail to the king right they hail because he had killed the dead with his boomstick but in this one because of what happens they take him as a slave because he comes in in the middle of a battle between lord arthur and duke henry and they think he is one of henry's men so now he is being whipped as a slave yeah with henry the red and his men and they're trudging them along and dragging them along and they're putting a, they're going to throw these guys successively into the blood pit basically a, a blood sport um pit and it's disgusting so it's this big scary pit and you know right away you're like oh this is where the demons are uh cuz people don't come out of there um or if they do come out of there it's just like blood spray or some craziness so we get like lots and lots of blood i was like oh five right away cuz it's more than a bathtub of blood literally in the first like 5 minutes of this movie um spraying out of the pit um as one of the guys goes right before ash goes gets thrown in the pit and he's like oh shit this is my fate oh no this mm-hmm. could be very 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 bad yeah, the pit, the pit is, is is no good. A hell spawn lurks in there, but he, of course, uh, he gets hit uh, by Sheila because Sheila thinks that he killed her brother, which mm-hmm. he did not because he's not one of Henry's men, but he gets pushed in and we have a witch pit, pit witch who is there to come battle for them. And I like that there's not just one monster in this. There's just several who just live down in the pit, which for them, pretty good deal, right? Because you're just going to get food thrown on you whenever and then they're fresh and fun to play with. Absolutely. This is like the perfect place if you're a blood demon. Enjoy, you know, you're going to get fed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hang out, hang out in the pit. So, um, of course, Ash puts up a good fight, but then they all start adding these spikes that come successively crushing as walls coming towards him. Um, but then finally, there's like one of the old soothsayers, one of the old like, um, yeah, pit witches, whatever, so to speak. Who goes, no, no, no. He looks like the one that they prophesied. He throws him back his weapon because it looks like the weapon from the prophecy from the book. So they understand that, oh, he needs it. So he sends down the chainsaw. He, you know, makes good work with the chainsaw um, thrown in from like the monk or, or, or pit witch. Um, and then another demon, of course, ascends. To, he has to fight with that. So he's fighting two demons off, um, rips his belt, hangs from a chain. And then we get like, I think I feel like this is like the cover. This is like I feel like the shot I've seen the most of him being kind of like pulled up with his his chainsaw hand in one hand and being pulled up by his belt in the other historically out of the pit. And he's like the only man to ever make it back out of the pit. So he's hailed as a hero basically. And now um, he's like, and, and what guys and what to everybody when he gets out of there, because yeah. now he's a threat. Um, and King, our, our Lord Arthur is like, Oh, oh huh. 
uh, and also has his gun, which yep. he uh, fires and and shows everybody his boomstick. Uh, so he is now becoming a hero, and now they think that he actually could be the prophesied one. So the neck, we cut to him, disgusting ash, d- covered in, in dirty whatnot, to very clean and being fed and fanned by pretty ladies. Wow. And he is just quickly. a dog with these ladies now, just like, ah, feed me. And he's just like this grotesque character all of a sudden. I was like, oh, yeah. I was kind of sad right there. This is the part where I was like, oh. Okay. And he's just been condescending as hell to all these people, just like calling them primitive and just like talking down to them. Like I'm from the modern era. You guys don't understand things. Just like just automatically his bravado just really turned me off. Well, I think it's I know there's going to be a turn for him. Obviously, they have to that's they've got to show him here. But I was also just like, did you have to go so far? But I guess they don't do anything not extreme with this with this duo. Sure, <laughs> of course. And, you know, it's just turning him to this kind of caricature where he all he, you know, because he just, yeah, it's a, it's, it, it's a whole different ash. We just, you yeah. know, you have to kind of, for me, I guess you have to like mentally compartmentalize them and be like, okay, you have the real ash in my head in, in one. And then you have the kind of like goofy, insane ash in number two. Well, and then so you're you have- not sure because he's psychologically being pulled by this house and by the demon as well. And, and, and evil dead too. Um, but now he's like wine, women, food. And he's like, and then of course Sheila comes in and like to apologize. And he's like, first you want to kill me. Now you want to kiss me. So you're getting all these kind of smug. He's feels like Gaston now. Which is, I think, oh, that's yeah. He does like, look from, like Gaston. Did they model Gaston off of Bruce Campbell? Because they kind of look the same. Probably, the honestly, it's very I, him. Like I'm very I good would, at expectorating, and it sounds yeah. like him, kind of too. And like, yeah, I would watch probably. Bruce Campbell as Gaston any day of the week. I mean, I don't know who they cast in the remakes, and I don't generally like the live action ones. But if I did, Bruce Campbell would be amazing. Oh yeah, hot, hot, hot. But yeah, so it's just it's very that. It's very Gaston that moment, and I just yeah. Anyway. Um, but so yeah, so now, then, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he is now has a, a, a another, we have another montage of him. Now he is making another hand. Uh, he is now making a sweet medieval hand. Yeah. After he fights armor. off some, they finally like, yeah, they have has to fight off some people with the Necronomicon and stuff like that too. And they're like, it'll never be found. And a she bitch lady like fights uh, yes, right sorry. after this sequence too. Um, and so only the promise can do it. And he's like, okay, I guess I am the promise one. Like he finally like really comes to terms with it. Um, and they sent him on the quest. But yeah, he has to have the, the suit up sequence, so to speak. Of course. So, yes. And we had mentioned in Evil Dead 2 how Bruce Campbell progressively looks like a romance novel cover. Uh, and they actually do frame a complete shot. They're like, you've just framed it to look like a romance novel. Uh, his give me some sugar baby moment. Where you're like, It's just, it's amazing. Like hair blowing, shirt open, just, you know, doing his Fabio moment. Yes, it's great. So he's got his new beautiful hand that he's fashioned at a blacksmithing and he's built, you know, his uh, beefed up his weapons and he's been he has this chemistry book that he pulls from the back of his car. Um, and they what have, else is in the trunk of his car? What and else? Fangoria magazine is in the trunk of that car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shout out shout to our friends at Fangoria. We love you guys. Thank you again for including us at the Chainsaw Awards. Thinking of Chainsaws with Bruce Campbell, you know, um, just beautiful. So um yeah, so all of a sudden, you know, it goes from like day to nightfall and, you know, he's, um, you know, out to look for that cemetery. So yeah, send him on. Mm-hmm. you got to find the book. You can't get back without the book and the book is not there. So this is his quest to go. So they can only take him so far and then he's got to go on alone as most quests allow, yes. demand. 
well, yeah, you got to like send him on his hero's journey, right? So Bruce, Cam- like Bruce Campbell, Joseph Campbell, okay, um, <laughs> on the on the hero's journey. So he's you know goes to the cemetery and he's like he's got all this bravado too with like the the um, head like monk or whatever the guy who's like in charge of telling him on the thing is like you have to say these words in this order or else it's not good. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it, naked, naked, da 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 da. And they're like, uh, he's like, uh, no, say it again. He's like, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. So of course, these you guys. Of he course, he doesn't. It. <laughs> he's, he's not listening at all. But these words, uh, Clato, Barata, Nikdu, are a uh, play from the, the Day the Earth Stood Still, which is uh, Gort's kind of words as well. So you know it's like a little like wink and nod to that. So he ends up being chased by evil through the forest and clotheslined off of his horse into a mud puddle right in front of a windmill. So he goes into the windmill. And this is where the film goes bananas because you mean where he, it goes Gulliver's Travels all of a sudden I yeah. was like are we in Gulliver's Travels <laughs> so Ash is in this windmill which are and everything's going a little sideways he sees a mirror and he sees a man in a mirror thinks it's another man but when he smashes the mirror it's just his own reflection but now every shard in the mirror turns into a mini version of himself which now is the craziest Looney Tunes cartoon sequence it's bonkers yeah, so many ashes are going to torment Big Ash. And so they come and, you know, they find a little fork and stab him in the butt while he's sitting by the fire and um, knocks him over. And they, you know, basically have a full little knockdown drag out with him and tie him up. Very Gulliver's Travels for sure. Um, and so he, um, you know, is 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 trying to figure out how to get out of there. Um yeah. yeah, the whole point of tying him up is to make uh, force his mouth open, and one of the mini versions jumps into him, which now grows inside of him. And two, there's a we have a head growing out of his head, and then now they're split like Siamese twins, and now they're like splitting off. It's practical effects, beautiful, like you know, gorgeous. All of this movie is just insane as far as the makeup work goes, and the and the, the puppetry and everything. Puppetry, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Just bonkers so this so now he has a there is bad ash and good ash so now there's going to have to battle uh but but ash shoots him in the face says good bad i'm the guy with the gun uh buries him cuts him up with chainsaw we think we're good to go finds the book on the altar but there are three books which book is the right book Yep. So there's three books to choose from. So we have to do, of course, a one, two, three. It can't be the first book. It's not going to be the second book, people, because we got to have some fun effects. So first book sucks him in and it stretches him out and he gets all pulled in. And so he becomes like all like rubber band Mandy. And then his face comes out. It's all super stretched, super chin um, crazy when he comes out of there. Um, So he looks like just like a, 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 a stretched out version of himself. So he eventually gets put back together. Okay. He's like, well, not book number one. Book number two is like a little flapping bird attacker and it comes and flap, flap, flaps all around him and flap, flap, flaps, flap, flaps. And then finally, when he gets to the third book, which has to be the final book, of course, what did we, what did the guy tell him? Remember these words. You've got to say the words exactly. And he says, I don't know. But I'm Namramakan. Yeah, I don't know. Like he thinks he thinks he's like, I got it close enough. It's right. Like you don't have to be exact. Uh so then of course everything goes haywire because the books aren't right, the words aren't right. So now the army of dead is awoken because he fucked it up. And, and now he has to everything fuck with all these skeletons and yeah. Yeah, and now uh now they when he when now the village knows that the army of dead is coming to attack him because of him, and now he's like, All right, I did my bit. I got the book. Fucking send me home. I I don't have to deal with your your war. Like, let me out of it. A deal is a deal. 
I didn't come to fight the land war. I came to go home. No, you got to fight the land war now, my friend. Yeah, because now everybody in the village turns their back on him because he summoned the army, but he's going to leave them like a coward. But Sheila, she had faith and she comes to him and she's like, hey, dude, you told me you could do it. And he's like, oh, that was pillow talk, baby. Uh, I was just saying words because you were hot and I wanted to, you know, smash. Um, And she's like, no, but I think you're great and I think you can do it. So he finally is like, all right, fine. And then he's got to go convince the men um, that he can do it. And Arthur's like, dude, are everyone from your time and space continuum allowed braggart like you? And he's like, no, I'm kind of one of the worst. But, you know. At least he owns it. That's when I was like, okay, he's aware. Thank God, because what an asshole he's been most of this movie to these people. <laughs> uh, so the a demon, one of the deadites, ends up getting Sheila, taking her away in stop motion deliciousness. We will continue with the skeleton army digging each other up, which is just a, a loads of fun. All of this. Shout out to everybody who did uh, the stop motion animation, who did the effects, the makeup, the whole bit in this movie, because all of it. And I would expect nothing less from Sam Raimi because he always delivers that is true and now the princess is a bad bitch and she's like mm, i like this too any anyone who wants me to be a bad bitch i'm just keep putting myself out there i'm like these are the parts i love her so much she's so great um, plug away terry plug away yeah. one of these and days then, someone will cast us and it'll all pay off oh my god it's happening and then he gets his car and he turns it into like a freaking tank basically um and he like suits the it classic, up with the blacksmith the classic yes <laughs> he does and um and he teaches them about chemistry and making more weapons. And they do like fight training. He gets all the guys like, okay, it's like fight like a man, like moment, you know, kind of like we're like, heave, ho. And they're practicing with their freaking spears. And it's super cute because it's all choreographed, right? Because um, mm-hmm. um, every movie's better with a dance number. And I'm going to count this as their dance number a little bit. Okay. And so it's like a full moon again, though, because it wasn't it just a full moon. That's the only thing that confused me because it looked like he walked by. He's walking by a big old full moon constantly. So what 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 is what time? Is time? <laughs> we don't there Time doesn't exist. So he also has the chemistry cookbook that he uses, chemistry book that he uses to teach them all to make explosives. Mm-hmm. So he's grinding down different things. So he's trying to do as much modern warfare as he can with the limited resources that he has. Um, so now we have the army coming towards them. I would like to say the the so i mean i i'm we all know i'm anti-war war sucks but the fact that you have people who are playing you into war with music probably the best part so we have a skeleton bone crew who are playing bone flutes drums xylophones and bone bagpipes which i enjoy yeah we still had that like recently i feel like they still have like i mean obviously we still have military bands but back like in like the civil war that's like the shit they had like the little drum boy and the fife and all that shit sure but not in modern warfare you get no music at all well, not in the actual. Well, I think they probably play it in their tanks. I feel like there's still people playing like rock stuff, but that's why I, I digress. We don't need to talk about modern war because it sucks. No, um, but I do. But I do love the lead up to this because it's like very Lord of the Rings where he's like getting the guys and he's like, I will be there with my axe. I will be there with my I was like, oh, it's like the part of Lord of the Rings where like I shall serve with you. And so yes. my little Lord of the Rings nerd heart went, <laughs> this is great. This yes. is like and very much the beginning of the quest. <laughs> okay, they're going to do it. They're going to defeat the army of the darkness. Um, well, they have very few soldiers in the human side and there are hundreds, perhaps thousands on the dead side. There's way more dead uh, people have, than alive people, yes. Yeah, they have called Duke Henry and his men to help, but we do not know if they will help them because they are enemies. So it's most likely Duke Henry will be like, fuck off and die. 
Yeah, but like Henry the Red was saved by Ash, so he's he's like at the beginning. So thankfully, he has an olive branch with him. So hopefully, things will work out. So they have their defenses ready. They have arrows, torch boy, torch it up. So they line up and you know have these arrows lined up that have um, basically explosives that he's set up on them. So they're ready to go. Pretty um, so sweet. They, pretty sweet. Yeah. He's basically, and then catapults are getting ready. So he has all these lines of defense that they're about ready to use. And his steam engine cast classic uh, car ready to go uh, tanked. Um, so there's a lot going on, getting ready, feeling very like parts of the Caribbean. I feel like also too, I felt like so many movies. I was like, oh, yep, yep, yep. I see these a lot of, We also now. have Army of the Dead in Lord of the Rings. Speak of yep. Army of the Dead. Yep. So I like that he puts the windmill on the front of the classic to just plow through a bunch of things, which is a super fun idea. Uh, but of course, he sees Sheila uh, immediately and start and crashes that poor that he had spent so much time modifying the classic and it just gets destroyed almost immediately. A woman will send you off the rails any day. You know, a <laughs> hot woman like that standing out there waiting for you. So she looks pretty hot and she looks kind of normal right there. Not possessed, but we all know she's kind of possessed right now. So it's a problem. Always but use that trick. You know, well, I do. Oh, anyway. Um, so anyway, Duke, Duke Henry does arrive and he's like, blows, blood and death. And he's ready to help with this fight. So um, it's going to be it might be all right. Um, but he has to throw. Uh, but now Ash has to throw a stake at his girl. And it's just like, you know, upsetting. So what are you going to do, though? I mean, that's not her, it's not her anymore. This is this is what we know when someone's possessed or or was zombied, not really mm -hmm. them anymore. So she is chucked over the castle wall. Uh, bad good Ash is now. It's time for them to have a sword fight, uh, and they have. Bad Ash has such wonderful makeup, and especially with his, his jaws all dislocated, which is really a fun effect. So they have a really great sword, a very traditional like we're like Robin Hood, Arrow Flynn type sword fight up the stairs and the whole bit. Everyone loves a sword fight. Also yes. kind of dance-esque, right? Also choreographed yeah. in that way. Very that. Very that. Very like Princess Bridey. But then he also has like a double sword thing where he's got like upstairs, downstairs. Double sword. I Hot. Why am I into double swords? Wait. Do I love oh. swords? I do like swords. I okay. <laughs> didn't know such things. Uh, so he ends up now, as we know, sword fighting classes, you know, you know, oh, yeah, it's been around a uh, horror bit. movie survivor guy tip. If you don't know how to kill your enemy, fire is usually a pretty good bet. So he sets him on fire. We get a full body burn. Shout out to Matt Dynan, uh, Matt Dynan and our friend who uh, very infamously set himself on fire when he's a youth. He's totally fine. So he, he did it for a movie. It's OK. It's fine. We're OK. <laughs> he did it for a movie, but we're not saying it's fake. We're saying it's it's real. It's uh, very so real. He, he chucks off the. The uh, off and uh, shout out to the stuntman who of uh, full body burn and then launches himself off the castle wall into the ground below. So shout out, well done, well done. Yeah, but he's back for more. That didn't yeah. do it. So uh, sorry. In this case, fire does not. It doesn't always work. It's a good bet, but not a hundred percent bet. Sometimes when you're dealing with the army of the dead, it's a little harder. So since they're already dead, and when you're trying to kill something that's already dead, it's very difficult. Um, but he's got the book at least in his hand, but they're trying, you know, to fight. And the girl, we see she might be okay um, after being possessed. We're not sure. Um, but I think she might be. But yeah. Uh, so we, the bad ash ends up getting catapult exploded. And now everybody is happy. The humans have prevailed. Henry and Arthur are now pals. So they give him Yeah, some... they make peace after like a little bit of a like tension, tension, tension. They eye each other, his men, this man. And I'm like, ooh, the tension's hot. Like they're about to <laughs> like, are they gonna like kiss? Like, no. Anyway, in my mind they do. Um, but instead they just hug. So that's cute too. We um, like hugs. Yeah, we love hugs. Hugs are great. So 
uh, if Ash didn't, uh, Ash got many, many people killed, but he also brought together Lord Arthur and Duke Henry, which probably has a, a good stuff coming out. Yeah, the kingdom is like united now. So basically they don't have a divided kingdom anymore, which is probably for the best because, you know, when there's two guys vying for power, that's how we end up with wars. So this is helpful to like be the like the let the living are like made made some sort of peace since they had to fight against the dead. Um, so he gets a potion to go back um, in his timeline. Finally, now that he's finally served his mission um, as the one and ending the army of darkness. Um, and so he, ha- he has to contemplate it for a moment, though, because he's like, oh, I could stay here and be with this hot, like old time lady and, you know, live out be, my life here. Thing, really? I mean, yeah. anybody's going to follow him now because they, he is the promised one. And so he has now come and done as prophesized. And so he is, they have proof that he's there. But instead, he says, uh-uh, I'm going to go back to my real time. Kisses uh, our friend Sheila goodbye, rides off alone. And then we are cut to him back at Smart, talking to some people about this adventure that no one believes because it sounds... Like, it's like, yeah, sure, Jan. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, humoring him like this is a fun story while we're hanging out at work. Thank you so much for making my day. This is hilarious. Um, but cute story. But all of a sudden, you know, he's not really always good at doing the words and saying the things he needs to say to get back because he had to say some words when he took the potion to get back. Well, he might have fucked those up, too, because he's not good at the, the words. Uh, he's good at the catchphrases. But not the nama 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 words. He should so. have learned from the first time is all I'm going to say. But we have uh, Angela Featherstone as cute, cute girl coming over and be like, I like your story. It's cute. But of course, he has to come in and he has to save her. Amaze. Uh, first off, luckily, they're in a store with a bunch of guns. Uh, and so he said, I could have stayed and been king, but still is king. So hail to the king, baby. And there he is kissing his his new lady. He's just using going through him like nothing else. And he is now. Um, and, and this is. I mean, I understand that Ash, you know, every every kind of time traveling movie, the person always wants to get home, right? But what is Ash getting home to? I'm not sure of his timeline, so I don't think he knows what he's coming back to either. It's possible he's just coming back to more cabin madness on the on the bad side. On the good side, he's coming back to this, right? He's coming back to working at Smart, where he seems to like, right? Shop Smart, Shop Smart. This is what we know. But you're also coming back to this. I think like, I feel like even if, I mean, we're living in the 1300s is what it is, but it's also, you're the fucking king, right? It seems like it would be pretty sweet. Yeah. I feel like there's no good choice here. Honestly. I mean, it's like, I don't know. I don't know. You would rather, you would rather work at, at, at a Kmart than be a, qu- a queen in medieval times. No, I'd rather be in medieval times. I know, obviously, obviously, clearly, I go to Renfair enough that you should know that I probably want to go live. Yeah, <laughs> I, where mean, I, I was the queen, but it also would be just a culture like, shock. But you know, you could get used to it. It's just so I don't know. It's hard. Just there's a lot of hard things about being in the old times too. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so how do, you, how do you how do you survive Army of Darkness? I don't. You team up with Ash and you and you trust that he's the chosen one, I guess, in this in this instance. Do you know what I mean, though? And like help him defeat the army um, of darkness if you or, are him. I got to say, you know, hiding. Like if I was if I was uh, living in that castle and they're like, army dark is coming. And I'm like, OK. And you just like find a cabinet and you hide. You're pretty good. But the army could still find you if you don't help fight. Do you know what I mean, though? So if everybody did that, we would all be dead now. 
Yeah, sure. But I would say that in any sort of uh, <laughs> battle situation, my my idea would be like, oh, okay, Julia's I'm like, go hide retreat. Now. I know yeah. what you're going to do when the when the world war comes for you. You're like, nope, I'm good. Bye. No thanks. Into the basement somewhere, um, into the bunker. Um, and I get yeah. it. Give me a nook yeah. and I'm a happy girl. Yeah. Sweet. Do you want to gore or do you want me to gore? Do it. All right. I'm going to gore you. All right. Gore factor, kids. One, not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two, a puddle of blood. Three, enough blood to gross out the average viewer. Four, a bathtub of blood. Five, run for the birth bag. You know, this was a formality because I feel like from the top, you guys got to know Sam Raimi, it's a five. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, literally in the first like five minutes, there is blood, literally like a geyser like mm -hmm. coming out of the pit. Fully like Yellowstone, like National Park yeah. moment of just blood. <laughs> if there is not a metal band that is already called Geyser of Blood, I will be very disappointed because that is perfection. Our movie ratings, Chainsaws, one, if you're desperate, two, barely qualifies as a horror film, three, seen worse, seen better, four, not too shabby, and five, fantastagorical. I give this movie a five, fantastagorical. I can't say it's my favorite in the series, but I can say that the movie is fantastic. I say like Sam Raimi's direction style is like anybody nobody else's and it's totally unique and i love what he does period amazing i guess we have four just because for me it was like diminishing returns i had a really good time um but i also was just so annoyed with ash the majority of the movie and his mm -hmm. like just how he treated the people his like white male like of course obviously i'm watching it from the lenses from now i'm sure i probably would have sure. been obsessed with this movie if i saw it in 1992 would have been like oh my god this is blowing my mind but i'm seeing it now um 30 years later and i'm just like Ugh. he just everything about him made me so angry like he was just like the ultimate like colonist and I, that's the only reason i have to knock it down because it just made me really uncomfortable but i love the effects i love um, how hot he looks as a romance novel cover would be happy to travel back in time for that any day and just have that moment but that's it for me well i mean yeah. let us know what you think because i feel like uh, terry and i are in the minority because i feel like most people like this one the most and then evil dead 2 and then evil dead 1 so i feel like we have a completely flipped uh but maybe who knows what do you like do you like evil dead 2 the best it's, there's no rules let us know we are on twitter facebook instagram we would love to talk to you about this where we there is much debating to be on in a horror which is the best which do you like which ash version speaks to you who's it's, your hottest ash i like a hot ash from uh, evil man. dead the I mean, we can do like a whole episode just talking about ash and in a in a horrible uh, sexist lens maybe we just do that lust. for the patreon at some point because <laughs> if you guys want to hear us talk about ash like that like you know whatever um <laughs> we got you um i hope you guys have a wonderful week you can check out our patreon uh for more brenda's content as well um uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy uh, all the goodness uh, and also merch. Teespring store. We we got we got merch. We got things. Um, hope you have a wonderful week. Yeah. And all you hot ashes out there, we love you. Yeah, have a kick ash week. Thank you for listening. Horror Movie Survival Guide is independently produced by Terry Gamble, Julia Marchesi, and Sierra Ryan. Hey, that's me. If you would like to support the show, find us on patreon.com slash horrormoviesurvivalguide.